Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. I'm Blue. That's Brad. And I am back in Toronto. Yeah, back to apartment. Yay. Yeah. So I'm back on my PC and I'm back with my supposed to be better mic. So I think it sounds better, but let us know what you guys think if you prefer this mic or my mic that I was using when I was in Alberta, because sometimes what you hear is different than what we hear when we edit. Yeah. Different different speakers, different kinds of shit. I don't know. I don't know either. I apologize for background noise. I've got a bunch of loud people in the house right now. <gasps> oh, no. The, this is what happens whenever we record at 3 p.m. on a Sunday. This is just bound to happen. Yeah, that's true. Especially after the exciting afternoon that I've just been through. Yeah, tell us about it. So, battery dead. Had to mm-hmm. go get a new one for car. Get there, find out battery is within warranty, but they can't find ticket for battery. Uncle get very pid. Because he's like, why can't you find it? And they're like, we're trying to put it under all these different things. Well, they searched under all the different things. Can't find it. So Uncle Pid, because we have to buy a new battery. We don't have to buy a new battery. Nana's buying the new battery. We got the credit card. Oh. But you you know how older people are whenever they don't get their way, whenever they expect something and don't get it, especially because, you know, computer systems suck. Mm-hmm. As somebody who constantly deals with this on a regular basis, because our work computers at work fucking suck. Mm-hmm. I get that. I was very patient with the dude. Uncle Pid. <laughs> but we bought the battery. We left. It was fine. That was a whole debacle. I'm tired. It's been a fun weekend. I still get no rest because instead of having my today activity spread out through today and tomorrow, no, all that shit's just today. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, it's a long weekend for you guys this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, and my weekend is subsequently longer because I took off work on Friday to go to a Braves game. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. That's the first Braves game I've been to in like three years. And it was a lot of fun to go to the new park and a capacity crowd at that. Like there was over 40,000 people there. Baseball? Yes, baseball. Okay, okay. <laughs> sure. I-, I got to live my best major life this weekend. Okay, cool. I'm done with that. Yeah, it it was fine. It was a lot of fun. Like I said, first time I've been to a baseball game that had a capacity crowd. Yeah. Not only a capacity crowd, but to watch a stadium crowd like that come unglued Mm -hmm. is unlike anything I've ever witnessed. As somebody who's been to a lot of concerts from a variety of different venues, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that a lot. Good. Good. Glad you had a good time. Yeah. But what about you? How was all your traveling and time home? Are you glad to be back in Toronto? Yeah, yeah, no, I am. I'm, uh, traveling's always exhausting, right? Mm-hmm. And I always, like, I've, you think I would have, like, I've done it so many times now, and I've traveled much further than this. And I've done a lot of traveling on my own as well. This isn't even, like, I've traveled out of the country on my own. So I'm, I'm, I consider myself a fairly seasoned traveler, but I still, consider it a three-day process <laughs> in my brain and yeah. i feel like that's you know, that's kind of how i recommend it to other people as well the day before traveling you are packing everything if you pack that day sometimes i pack the day of this time i actually packed the day of but you're in this like waiting room mode you're like you're not you're never comfortable because you're, you're just counting down the hours until you have to leave right mm-hmm. and then you have the day of travel which is 
in itself exhausting. I never sleep well before I travel. I just don't. I can't ever get a full night's sleep. I think I got about three hours of sleep before this time I traveled. I can't do it. It's, I know it's, I've done it. I've, like I said, I've traveled a lot. I've flown a lot. I don't think I've ever had a peaceful night the night before traveling ever. Mm-hmm. And so you're already exhausted. And then you have to go, like I went to the airport. I was very like, I don't know. I heard Tilly crying when I was leaving. Like she was whining because she dogs were allowed to go in airports. So she was in the airport um, with my mom. And I was leaving to say, like, I was going through security. So, like, I had already checked in online. So I just went straight through security. And I could hear her, like, whining in the background. And, like, that was, Aww. like, ah. And then I go to my gate. And I didn't want to eat at that time because it was, like, it was a noon flight. And I wasn't very hungry at that time because I'd eaten on the car on the way there. So I didn't get food. I just got a drink. Mm-hmm. And then... The flight was four hours and I didn't think about the fact that like I should have eaten before I got on the flight or brought something to eat. And last time I did, last time on the on the way before to get to my parents, I was smart and I took food on the plane. This time mm-hmm. I didn't. I was being an idiot. So I didn't eat. Got off the plane, got into an Uber, got back to my apartment, opened my apartment. Everything was fine, thankfully. A bit stuffy, but fine. And, Big brain. Uh, yeah. And then I couldn't get to sleep. Like... I was like more exhausted than I've been in a long time, but I'd reached that point of like, I'm so exhausted. I now can't sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then that night I ended up staying till up to like 2 a.m. Um, and then 2, 3 a.m. And then I finally went to sleep and then woke up at like nine. And I was like, why am I awake now? And so I got up, made some, well, I didn't make some coffee. I didn't have coffee. I complained about not having coffee. So I made some tea. Mm-hmm. And then fell asleep on the couch for a few hours. <laughs> but like, I have to write off the day before and the day after traveling. Like, I, those days don't exist. I mean, makes sense. Makes sense. One day is for prep. One day is for actually dealing with shit. And then the next day is just because dead. Yeah, because of recovery. Yeah. So um, that was a thing. But I'm glad to be here now. And it's so warm and floral and green out here and it's like what is this it's not that much further south than where i was in alberta but yeah it's completely different climate yeah welcome welcome to my world as you can tell or i'm sure you can tell and most of the people at home or driving listening to this can also probably tell your boy's having his ass kicked by allergies again this year yeah the weather has been all over the place, and therefore, living in the South, it's bad. Mm-hmm. I can, I'm just, uh, I'm out of it. I just, I, I want to go home. I am home. I just want to sleep. <laughs> uh, why, what? I'm glad I have no commitments next weekend because I'm just going to fucking crash. Yeah, you should. I'm, I'm done with this. I'm tired. I just, I want to rest. Mm hmm. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. Hiccup. Hiccup. Hiccup, John. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we got some exciting news this week. We did get some exciting news. Konosuba's coming back. Yeah, for season three. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I feel mm-hmm. like I've been waiting on this amazing trash pit to come back for ages, and we're finally kidding. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. 
God, Konosuba has no right to be as good as it actually is. It's mm-hmm. so good. I love all of it so much. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be it's gonna be nice to have it back. Yes, yes, I am such excited for a new season. Did we ever cover season two, or did we just do the first season in the film? I I think we only did the first season in the film. I don't think we've covered season two. Oh my god, we got to do season two. <laughs> we do have to do season two. God, we we got to do season two. I got to completely redo the entire schedule because we've got so much shit coming up that we got to cover from this season. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Somebody suggested something to me the other day, like, hey, y'all should cover this on the podcast. I'm like, well, look, you see what had happened was July through September is already 100% booked with all the bullshit that I'm watching. Week to week yep. right now because there's so much stuff. Mm hmm. Spy Family, great. Love After World Domination, or as I like to put it, Power Ranger Love Story, great. Shikimori's Not Just a Cutie, even though it got pushed back because of COVID, great. <laughs> yeah. And then another like sleeper hit out of the bunch, your boy Kong Ming. That's, that show has no right to be as absolutely phenomenal as that show is, and I, oh, can you tell I'm having fun this anime season? <laughs> I can tell you're having fun, and I am very much enjoying hearing all about it, and I'm super-duper-duper excited to do my First Impressions Friday. First one is coming out this Friday, so pay attention on the YouTube channel. Brad and I have been talking about different alternative um, punk, like the media like content that we can put out that's a little bit more um, like reasonable for you guys to absorb like casually, because obviously the podcast's tend to go for over an hour most times so um uh those first impression fridays should be only around 15 minutes well i i hate to break it to you but although yours may be 15 minutes yeah well my alternative content is gonna be anywhere between i think your episode was the shortest one that we've (laughs) but yours is an interview like i feel like that's that's different yeah but still out of anybody, I thought like yours would be the longest out of the bunch just mm. because I figured it would spiral into nonsense and it did spiral into nonsense, but it spiraled in the shortest time possible by like a whopping almost 20 minutes. Yeah. But y'all can look forward to that this coming Wednesday. I should. Well, I will have it edited by Wednesday. Will I have a video format by then? Probably not. I'm still I'm still working on that. Mm-hmm. But at this point, everything that I have recorded up to this point, except for yours, is done. So it's just finding a video format and a thumbnail format that I actually like mm-hmm. and want to use and then just going for it. Yeah. So we may have a, a temporary one uploaded on the YouTube channel for this week, just like a base format. Uh, for that just so we can get it out to you guys uh, and then we'll get a proper image and to make it look pretty <laughs> later on so for your first impressions what are you doing um i well okay so for uh, this is this is the thing is i was thinking that i would make a spreadsheet and i would just let you go ham in <laughs> in the suggestions okay Yes, um, please. So Spy Family is going to be the first one because you already told me that it has to be the first one. Oh, it has to be. But here's the thing. Don't just give it one episode. I want you to give it two. But that's the thing is I have to do. It's a first impression of one episode. I, I, I know. But just just hear me out. 
just for the sake of this, I'm pleading with you because of how the second episode ends. I have to hear your thoughts on it. Okay, so what I might do then is I will do a part one and a part two. So I will do Spy Family part one, just the first episode, which is the format of the whole video concept, Brad. Pay attention here. (laughs) And then just for you, I will do the second episode in a separate video. Uh, I'm just I'm just sad now because the second episode is what won my heart on the show. The first episode is great. Don't get me wrong. But the second genuinely, it's one of my favorite things that I've ever seen. Whenever you watch it, you'll know why. Also, pay attention to the ED because the ED has some of the most like spectacular like color swapping animation that I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I don't know the right term for it. The most that I can say it is one of the most beautiful transitions of animation that I have ever seen. And I, whenever we cover it here in like four weeks or some shit like that, because I think the way I have it set up with Kong Ming being a week earlier than everything, the last week of June should be Kong Ming. And then the following week, starting July, we're just going to kick straight into spy family. Mm hmm. Everybody will get to listen to me nonstop for like an hour and a half, not being able to shut up. No pleasantries, no BSing, just nothing but spy family. Nothing but spy family. The narcissism stops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we just talk nonstop about what Cloverworks and Wit has just destroyed the world with. I still can't get my hands on volume three of that. Mm-hmm. But I got my volume three of my dress up, darling. So my collection is complete. Mm-hmm. Up to this point, I think volume six releases like right around my birthday. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday to me. <laughs> oh, God. I'm... It's been a good year for anime. I can't stop. <laughs> it has been a really good, a really good year for anime. And we, it's just going to keep going. Like We've got so much good shit coming up between the summer and fall. Yeah. Like, oh my God, the new trailer for Chainsaw Man released the other day. And I subsequently bought like all six volumes of Chainsaw Man in one fell swoop because, you know, I'm a child with adult money. <laughs> but Books a Million had a sale. They were buy two, get one free on paperback. So how could I just buy one whenever I can just buy six for the price of four? <laughs> yeah, that was a good deal. Saved money. Yes, very good deal. Yeah. Now, on the alternative stand front, that was the only transition I could think of. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unless you got something else you want to talk about. <laughs> no, I don't. Let's jump into sort of online alternative. Go oh, get right. online. I had a ball watching this again. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's been a hot minute since I've actually sat down to... Actually, I don't think I've watched this since it released, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to sit down and get reacquainted with the characters, but also get reacquainted to, you know, good storytelling in the SAO universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was kind of what I saw consistently in a lot of the comment section. Although, yeah, I would say that this is a this is one of those ones that was kind of debatable in the comment section. There was a lot of of people swinging one way and a lot of people swinging the other, and a lot of people had the same opinions about the reveal mm. i'm trying to say talk about this without there being any spoilers but yeah there was there was a lot of people had the same opinion about that and uh and yeah so let's jump into the background then we can put those spoiler chicken hats and um go from there that'll work so 
SAO Alternative was written by Kaichi Sigsawa. Mm. It was directed by Masayuki Sakoi and done by Studio 3 Hertz. Now, what has 3 Hertz done? Uh, as you can tell, I did so much research going into this. Oh, they, they're having a hand in The Devil's a Part-Timer Season 2. Sick. Ooh. But that's it. As far as like all other stuff goes, there's nothing on this that's even remotely anywhere on this level. I was going to say, there's, <clears throat> there's um, according to my anime list, there are a couple of things that have um, like over 200,000 views. But this, yeah, it's... It, yeah, this is this is kind of the biggest thing that they've done. And I'm going through the directors as well, but there's nothing on their thing either that really just jumps out at me. They had a hand in some pivotal stuff like storyboarding for Full Metal Brotherhood, Cautious Hero, and stuff like that. But really, outside of that, they really haven't. Like This is pretty much like a big breakout situation for both the studio and the director, but especially considering the studio's doing the new Devils and Part-Timer. So, mm. big props. Mm. Yeah. So, for me, on my end, it is a PG-13. It is rated a 3.74 out of 5, or a 7.48 out of 10 on Anime Planet, and a 7.01 on my anime list. So, again, my Anime Planet is that little bit higher of a rating, but about a 7.2, 7.25. Which makes sense. Makes sense to me. So what you got for a drop rate? Drop rate is a 5.48%. I figured with the show being what it was, <laughs> that it would actually be a bit higher. I actually thought that that's a pretty decent drop rate as well. It's on par with Odd Taxi and Comey, uh, Comey Can't Communicate, which it, Comey Can't Communicate's at a 5.94%, which is uh, about a half a point higher than this one. And Odd Taxi is at a 4.62, which is only about 0.2 higher. Hmm. So it has, yeah, lower a lower drop rate than both of those, but it's on par with those. Yeah, like I said, I ex honestly expected a higher drop rate just because it has nothing to do with the main story of SAO at all. It just takes place in one of the SAO worlds. Mm. So although it has the name value of SAO, it's not SAO. Chihaya through has a has a three whole percent higher drop rate than this. I can see that though. Yeah, it's Chihaya. I feel like is a it's kind of niche, shall I say? Yeah, Chihaya through is special to you and I because that's what you and I bonded over. However, the anime as a whole don't be mean. It's great. It's very niche. Okay. Pay no attention to what I said at the start of the Anime Island episode. I didn't mean it. I did it for a bit, and obviously I couldn't even contain the bit because I immediately lost it after I said it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, okay. So those are the, the drop rates. Quick synopsis um, is, it's it, like Brad said, it's a separate story from Sword Art Online. So if you've seen Sword Art Online, weren't a big fan of it, this is in the same universe, but it's a different story. So it's worth it to give it a, a to at least hear the synopsis and like give it a a, a go over. Um, I would recommend watching like two or three episodes. See if you like it. After that, um, it's it kind of like it. Yeah, I I would, I would give it a, a a go. If you 
or in that kind of field if you like this kind of genre. So it's based around this girl gamer, hashtag girl gamer, um, <laughs> gamer girl, um, who is, she's a, a university student and she stumbles her way kind of into playing like a, a shoot map, basically, like a, a first person shooter, like VR, like she's in the game, very much sort of online. You you put on the headset thing and you're thrust into the game. Um, and she's playing this game and she, it's yeah, it's just about that. And it's about her and the dynamic of her kind of overcoming some insecurities, but also like making friends and the friends are kind of strange and then just shooting people like as well that's like just a huge like you i think it's one of those ones where it's like there's a there is some sort of story to it but the vast majority of it is just gameplay pretty much yeah and yeah okay that's what i'm gonna go with because <laughs> if i go into any more then there may be spoilers so yeah, yeah. so one one side note i will add mm. to what you said <laughs> good side note i like that yes yes beautiful side note mm-hmm. so to what you were saying earlier for the people that didn't like SAO. Yeah. It's especially those people to where I will say, if you didn't like SAO because you thought it had a good premise, but fell very flat because of its shitty writing, then I will highly recommend doing this because you have an author that is for one incredibly crazy about their love for both guns and storytelling Mm -hmm. and being able to, create a world and write characters and side characters and make everyone make sense and actually fill holes in the plot and make everything (coughs) well-rounded. This is 100% the show for you because it does so much right compared to the actual telling of SAO. And again, I know this sounds weird coming from me because SAO is one of those comfort animes for me. Like, SAO is one of those that I watched whenever I first got into anime, so of course I fell in love with it, and now that I have seen a ton of a lot better anime and realized just how, like, self-centered and narcissistic a lot of SAO really is, Mm -hmm. like, this is truly a better building of the world. It's not perfect by any means, but for SAO... This is almost peak SAO, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So definitely check it out. Just especially if you hate SAO, give it a try because there's actually love and appreciation put behind these characters. Yeah. And it's not a fucking harem anime. So go nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, it is kind of. I'm going to say loosely a girl power anime in the sense that a lot of the predominant characters in this anime are females and there is an element of how girls are treated in the gaming industry that being said i don't think all of the representation in this show is fantastic and i will talk about why when we get into spoilers so time for spoiler chicken hats let's put them on all right chicken hats put them on let's do it let's do it okay i have some notes i should I be fearful of the notes? Is this the return of the notebook? It It is the return of the notebook. Oh, hey, for those that don't remember that bit from last week, go check that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the sticky notes uh, have been left at my parents' house. The, the, the notebook is back. There's not very many, but some of this stuff, 
I found in the show, uh, they went with, like, they, they went out with their whole chest, you know? Uh-huh. But, it, what? <laughs> okay, so let, let, let's hear it. Let's hear the notes. Okay, so, uh, plotline, um, she's gamer. I really, I did like the, we're thrust into the, her in the, in the game for the first episode. We see the kind of play of that, and then we get the, the story to lead up to it. I thought that was... Uh, a interesting choice for this kind of anime. Normally you get a little bit of that, but they went quite far back. You know, it was quite a, a time shift, but also not the entire time. You know what I mean? I thought that was mm-hmm. cool. I liked that choice. But then we're introduced to M in real life. So I'm just skipping ahead a bunch. Uh-huh. Um, but we're introduced to M in real life. And he explains to us that Pito is just bonkers uh-huh okay i will say preface in some serious need of some some serious help yes because of trauma and i guess survivor's guilt mm-hmm. and then he just says to says when karen says you know oh you know you, you should call the police or a psychiatrist he just goes nah because i love her and that's just the explanation we get uh-huh I'm going to let her commit murder-suicide because I love her. So listen, Mm -hmm. I don't agree with it, Mm -hmm. but also Mm -hmm. studying everything that I've studied, why do I feel like this is how people could actually be? No, I agree. I think that this could be a thing, but my my argument is less so about M and Pito. It's more about Karen just running with it. Yeah, like... For one, Karen's whole reaction to the entire thing is odd comparatively, because again, you would think at that point, Karen should be like, oh, I'm going to call the police. Like, I'm actually going to do something about this. Like, yeah, yeah, like M's whole thing and Pito's whole thing. Like, although that is something that you could 100% see taking place in real life, like nothing out of that is mm-hmm. like unheard of mm-hmm. by any shape form or fashion yeah i don't agree with it and i think karen's whole reaction to it was like she should have done something mm-hmm. because my god <laughs> yeah i think that's the thing is like i mean i think with the johnny depp trial going on right now um it's the conversation of Women abusing men in relationships has become a very prominent thing. And I think because I watched so much of that trial and I've been so heavily invested in that trial, that was very present in my brain whilst mm-hmm. watching this show. So yeah. that, first of all, was like, oh, that's weird. And then you find out how they met and the fact that he was basically a slave to her. And it's excused as to like he's a masochist and enjoys it. But like, that's not how healthy BDSM dynamics work. Yeah, it's not. It is in by no means healthy yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. So don't don't look at this or romanticize it in any way. Yeah, and I, with that, I will say that I don't think the show is trying to make you romanticize it. Like, I don't think the show is sitting there think uh, trying to make the viewer be like, ah, I love them. They're such a cute ship. I think the show is making you supposed to go, what the fuck, those are weird. So, yeah, 
And that's every time I've watched this through, that's pretty much how it's been as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. So no, I I 100% get that. So I don't necessarily, yeah, I don't necessarily have an issue with how it's trying to make the viewer feel or their relationship or their dynamic or whatever. I was just like, this is really weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely felt out of place for the world and everything else that was kind of being built. And also it felt kind of like a Reki Kawahara cop out of, oh, why did you trap 10,000 people in this world? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I, I'm I'm the most disappointed with is that they could have chosen a really powerful like moment or emotion or a story or like a backstory or something that had caused her to do this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But the idea like I mean, I, I get the survivor's guilt thing, that's pretty powerful and everything, but him backing her up because he loves her and then Karen just going with it felt like lazy writing. Yeah, because again, I feel like if Karen had at least reacted yeah. differently, it probably would have felt like a little bit more of a cohesive story. Yeah, I think I wanted Karen to get wrapped up in it more. I think I wanted her to be like, oh, you know, because I was expecting for Pito to then threaten her life. Yeah, like, oh, like I'm not the only one that's going to die and neither is him but also you yeah that's what i was expecting to happen was i was like oh we're gonna find out the pito's like kidnapped her mom or something you know like i was expecting there to be something really dramatic that's gonna force karen to play in this next tournament but there was nothing that forced her to other than her sense of responsibility when her sense of responsibility could have just been to call the police you know yeah 100 percent. yeah so it didn't feel like there was enough to move her as a character to actually participate. And if anything, like this particular bit right here (coughs) is my biggest issue with the entire show Hmm. really is because all of this just fell flat. Yeah. Like why it's, it feels unnecessary. It's like, but why though? And again, you could tell the same story if you at least built on the backstories of him and Pito a bit more like you, but there just wasn't enough there to make it make sense. Like it felt like lazy writing because in a sense it kind of was like, if you had just given us another episode of backstory, like just to build on why they are the way that they are and make us understand a bit more as to why, you know, they have the relationship that they have. And Pito is as, like in the headspace that she is, then mm. it could have like it could have at least made it make a bit more sense and just not feel so so listen, it's a death game mm. again. Yeah. Yeah, see, I mean it could be like I I okay, so you as you were talking, I was just like trying to come up with a way that they could have written it right. And I was just thinking that we have Miu, who's like very established from very early on, right? She's Karen's best friend. Uh, she's from Hokkaido, she's a super gamer, like the kind of person she introduced Karen to gaming and everything. And she's a very established character from very early on. And I feel like because of Peter's um, mentality of like, it needs to be impactful to you and you need to have a really strong emotional um, journey. And that's, what's going to like satisfy herself. Um, I feel like what she could have done was told Karen she didn't even have to necessarily do anything. She could have just planted the seed in Karen's mind that she somehow had the ability to hold Mew hostage. 
So, or like to to do something to Mew. So whilst Karen and Mew are playing in the in the tournament, um, Karen's like keeping it secret because she doesn't want to freak Mew out that this is actually life or death for her. Yeah, but at, <clears throat> at the same point though, like just the entire life or death situation for this is what threw me for a loop yeah. as a whole mm-hmm. because I. I enjoyed the building of the world and the game of GGO itself. Like they came out or they came out mm-hmm. with a spin-off game at the SAO series where you actually create a character and play in GGO yeah. and it uses a lot of the same bullet mechanics and everything else. Yeah. So it's a fascinating world and you could have just built off of that. And I mean, like I love the introduction of like the girl power with all the like female leads and Mm. everything in this, like everything about it just made sense. And I don't think it needed the life or death element period. It frustrates me because again, if they, if they had to do that story, I feel like they could have built on it at least a bit more and not had like so many holes in it. If you have to tell that story, but you didn't, that story did not need to be told. I agree. I actually really agree with that. I think it, there would be a kind of ironic humor in the in the show if it had just been um, online battle, like harsh war, and they made it really dramatic and scary and ah, and then cuts to slice of life, the girls' gymnastics team, and her going to college, them meeting up in real life, getting tea. Back to dramatic war. Ah, cuts to slice of life. Lovely, cheery music. You know, I feel like I feel like that would be very entertaining to watch. Yeah, not only that, but a lot of the core focus being on Karen and like her issues with her like self image mm-hmm. and self esteem because she's over six foot tall. Yeah, as a woman in Japan, which is unheard of, mm-hmm. and so she's just very insecure about her height. So. And a lot of that story is just her coming to grips with it and like being okay with herself, but also the girls' gymnastics team, who's all like tiny and adorable, but in the game play like giant beefed up <laughs> women. And I'm like, yes, like, <laughs> like this whole dynamic is great and I enjoy it. And I feel like even just telling that story in a way and just making it a bit more like slice of lifey, but also just with the pure combat of. GGO and building on the world mechanics like not gonna lie those first five episodes of the squad jam and like figuring out all that stuff like that was fantastic mm-hmm. I mean even like the final battle scenes of the second squad jam and Lynn's fight with Pito or Karen's fight sorry I had online name in brain but yeah like Karen's final fight with Pito like all of that like the combat and learning of the mechanics and story about all of that was fantastic as it is mm-hmm. like it just Again, the whole death game thing is just nonsense to me because we've we've been there and done that with every iteration of SAO pretty much, except for the Mother's Rosario arc. Yeah. So just give us a break. Yeah. I yeah, I'm fully with you. I think I think I just don't yeah, it wasn't necessary. And it kind of becomes the main plot point. Mm-hmm. And again, if you cut that out. I could easily give this shit like an eight and a half or a nine. Yeah. If you just cut that shit out, like get rid of it again. It, it has holes yeah. and it has its flaws and the animation is not on par with like typical SAO animation. Yeah. Like I like the grittier style of it, but 
Oh my god, the vehicle warfare and stuff like that hurt. Uh, the animation was one thing that I'd noted down as well, um, because there was a there was a moment where I especially noticed it, which was when Pito puts on her helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does like a head flick that I assume would be the template used for when you're trying to like flick your hair out of your face, but she just yep. put on a helmet, so it was just like a really jarring jerk of her head, and I mm-hmm. was like, oh, that that looks like there's a few frames missing there. Yeah. And then also I noticed that during the final episode in the concert where um, uh, I can't remember the singer's name is singing, the mouth movements and the vocals were hardly in sync. Oh, Elsa. Elsa. Thank you. Yeah. Hardly in sync. Yeah. Again, like it was, it was little things like that that just kind of threw me for a loop as well. Yeah, a lot of that I'm willing to forgive again mm-hmm. because it's a small studio and this was their first like big like branded endeavor. And who knows, maybe they will have improved massively whenever Devils a Part Timer actually starts because I think that starts in July, mm. if I'm not mistaken. So we'll be able to kind of look at it and judge from there. Yeah, but yeah, it it definitely had its issues let me see uh july 2022 to question mark i'm assuming it's just going to be one core so i would say to the end of september yeah i mean if they go to core with it great because i will always ex- i will always accept more devils and part-timer mm-hmm. but outside of that though that's fine yeah yeah um but yeah i agree it wasn't it's not bad animation it's just kind of crunchy and again, a lot of the stuff, like whenever they got it right, they got it right. Like the battle animation, again, with the first squad jam of uh, Karen like popping out of a suitcase and just obliterating those guys. That was excellent. Enjoyed that. Yeah. And again, like the final like hand-to-hand combat scene between Karen and Pito and whatnot. Like a lot of that was fantastic. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and I actually like quite a lot of the art style in some of the more um, mundane things, like the mm-hmm. uh, gun store and that, like the shopping district. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember the like pints of what was it, iced tea, <laughs> the tankards that they had. I remember them being like way more detailed than it was necessary to have them. So I do think that there are elements of. Um, really good drawing and really good art style and stuff. And I, I haven't read the manga. I haven't seen manga, light novel. Is it just a light novel or is there a manga as well? There's a manga as well. I believe the manga only has four volumes. Right. Whereas the... Yeah, so the manga has four volumes and has officially ended production. Whereas the light novel, which is what gets me, is currently at 12 volumes and oh. still running to this day. I mean... Honestly, I would be down to like read more of the light novel series just to see kind of where the story goes from here. Yeah. Just because I'm I'm very curious. Yeah, me too. Uh I mean, basically I think what we've both just said is that we both want an anime where it's just gamer girls doing gamer girl things slice of life but make the gaming badass. Yeah, like give me give me really good Sakuga. Yeah. Like the better the Sakuga I'm going to be very happy with, but also like FPSs mm-hmm. 
like just just do this without the death game. Yeah. Just get rid of the death game completely. Don't I don't want to worry about people in real life dying. Like we don't need those no. stakes anymore. We we heard about four thousand people dying in SAO. Like no no need for that shit yeah. anymore. Just give me just the coming good of age story, wise. good animation with like some character development. Yeah. Because, you know, self love and self growth is always, you know, important for stuff like that. Yeah, and have a an age range of the gamers. That's one thing I did like about this was that they had high school girls, they had college girls, and they spoke about the fact that, you know, oh, I could have been a 50-year-old woman for all you know. Like, it would be really cool to have some, like, properly adult gamers and some, like, you know, newborn baby gamers as well. Like, that would be sick. Yeah, like, just give us, just give us all of it. Yeah, but- and then have them meet at, like, a gaming convention or something at the end, last episode. They all meet in person, get tea, and it's just cute. I mean that that's pretty much real life at that point, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Like just just give it all. Just give it as that. Um, okay, so next note on my thing. <laughs> that was a real long time it to was, spend on one point. That was two points actually. That was weird animation and uh, the why why do they not just call the police? <laughs> uh, the the third one is the uncomfortable by representation um, of Clarence. So there's this scene in it where um, Karen has to give Clarence a kiss on the cheek in exchange for um, some mags for her gun. And uh, it's a weird pressure moment. And it's expected that Clarence is a male gamer that's pressuring a female gamer but then it's revealed that clarence is a androgynous female gamer who is pressuring karen still and it's still weird and then uh it's and then karen's like relieved because she thinks that she might be a straight female and so it's like oh okay well then it's just like kissing my big sister on the cheek and she has a moment of relief and then clarence clarifies actually no I'm bi and I'm still being creepy. <laughs> and I just, just why? Yeah, agreed. Not, not necessary. Yeah. Like, at all. I don't think I've ever seen just straight up like blatant bi representation in anime. And as a bi woman, like I would like to see bi characters just casually being in anime, not being like, this is a bi character. Look at the bi, j- but just them being bi, you know? Mm hmm. And to then get this and then her be like, actually, I'm pressuring you into doing something you don't want to do is uncomfy. And it's not a good look for gamers. Agreed. Yeah. Like, I feel like gamers and and otakus have been in the same kind of vein for the longest time of people outside of the community seeing the collective as perverts, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and... I know that anime and gaming are both kind of getting over this hurdle of like, you know, it's not necessarily a nerdy or a gross thing to partake in, even though there are gross people that do gross things a part of the community, but like that it's not the masses. But like, I know for you and I, that's still kind of embedded in our brain from when we were in high school. Like anime was not cool when we were in high school. We were weird. We were like expecting to be doing like Naruto runs through the hallways like it's we weren't it wasn't normal and so I I don't know it's just like some like PTSD or some shit from that but it's like 
I don't want to be seen as the creepy person that watches anime or the creepy person that does video games. And that was like, I don't like that. Yeah, I agree. It was it was one hundred percent unnecessary with without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And even the the other guys in the lobby who were also being like like that one guy who was like, My Karen and they're like, They're not yours, like what are you going on about? And then there was another couple that were like like being weird. Like and I get that it's real. I get that that happens. Like it's happened to me on stream and, and playing games and stuff. Like it's hap- it does happen. But like I don't think it's a good look for the gaming community. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. So I understand that there's a heck of a lot of gamer boys out there who are really, really gentlemanly people. And I don't feel like this was a good shout to them, a good nod to those guys. I feel like this was just like creepy guy after creepy guy after creepy guy. And then creepy by woman. Yeah. Agreed. So, okay. That's that point. Oh, okay. So this point, Plot twist that was not a plot twist because we all saw it coming. Which was? The singer being Peter. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely not a plot twist. I, th- no. I think we all we saw all that coming a mile away. And in fact, I remembered that going into this. So whenever you said that, it didn't even cross my brain <laughs> it's whatsoever. Like, it's, it's not even a surprise. You can't even really consider it a plot twist. It's just the expected ending. I mean, not only that, but I mean... Anime has a huge habit of not being very subtle with storytelling, especially if you watch something subbed, because they are not going to subtitle something if it's not important. True. Yeah. Period. Not only that, but I think episode three, I kind of hinted at that quite a bit more. Yeah. Well, out of nowhere, Karen goes, oh, what do you like to do? I like music. I really like this artist. Um, What did we say her name was? Uh, Elsa. Elsa. I really like it. And then Peter goes, oh, I don't even like music. I don't even know how to read cheap music. And it was like, why did they have that conversation? I don't know. Maybe maybe you just need to let it go. Go away. Sorry, I saw the Frozen reference sitting right in front of me because it's Elsa. So I was like, I gotta do it. Oh. Okay. Next point. Dragon Ball-esque conversations happening when they should have just shot them. It's anime. (laughs) But these are pro gamers. Doesn't matter. It's anime. I can't have been the only one that was sitting there being like, why haven't you shot them yet? Just shoot them. Shoot them. What? Shoot them. It's anime, mate. I know, but like... People have to monologue at Pad's runtime. I know, but... Okay, so what I'm saying is, in the anime that we've pretty much written throughout this show, in our Slice of Life Gamer Girl anime, okay, um... I want the conversations to happen in the lobby upon reflection. Thank you. No, no, because here's the thing, okay? As Twitch streamers, we like to monologue, correct? We do. Okay, now, as someone who plays a lot of party games, like I do, like you obviously want to monologue a little bit, especially if you're like me and your like, presented personality has a god complex. Yeah. Obviously, the notion to monologue is definitely going to be there and so therefore in anime which pretty much everybody has some sort of god complex in some shape form or fashion people are going to monologue people are going to talk again like i said it pads runtime it doesn't take up that much animation okay so you know what i want then i want a character in the show when she's playing the game 
to stop monologuing, get shot. Start monologuing, get shot. Do that like five times. Start back to monologue, get shot. Then I want her to monologue and complete a monologue. Then I want her to go, huh, I actually got able to monologue, get shot. That's what I want. I mean, I would be fine with a running gag like that. Yeah. Like, have you seen any of the Dragon Ball Z abridged? I haven't, but I've heard of it. So, like, they have a running joke of the Krillin owned count, where every time Krillin just gets absolutely rocked, he just another counter goes up and it runs all the way through the entire show. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's one of the funniest fucking gags ever. So, especially if it's a gag like that, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. Like, I'm always down. If it's just meant to be there as comedic relief, yeah. And especially if it's just like, an extremely detestable character. Like we all know those characters in anime. Yeah. Like it's just the most annoying one. That's just like, as soon as they're Jesse stopped talking. from Pokemon. Pretty much. Yes. Like the moment they start talking, just get shot. I'm here for it. Yeah. Like I am 100% down yeah. for that. We should make an anime. <laughs> honestly, honestly though, I feel like that would be really funny. Like I'm, I'm 100% here for it. Just let's just make it an anime. Can- <gasps> yeah. We could technically do both. What if we do an airsoft anime? Mm. that way shooting tactical combat all of that but full 100 percent slice of life mm-hmm. i'm here for that yeah that would be sick and it's also technically a sports anime because <laughs> airsoft is a sport so true fair enough or paintball either one would work do paintball hell yeah hell yeah yeah okay and the other thing that i have this kind of goes into to animation style but Karen is supposedly, like, runs as fast as a car, right? That's how, what they compared her to? Yes. It didn't look like it. Are you with me on that? Or is that well, just Well, I mean, she, she had superhuman speed, for yeah. sure. In combat. Like, when she's in direct combat with people, you definitely see it. But I feel like when you just see her, like, running across a field or whatever, it just kind of looked like an ordinary uh, kind of athletic person running. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that just has to do with perception. That's what I was thinking as well. I think that the perspective was skewed. I think what they should have done is had a grounding thing in in the shot. Like, instead of having it, like, she's in a grass field, she's just running through the grass field. If they'd had a tree or something in shot that zooms past her, then you get, like... Like, you get context to how fast she's running. But at that same point, though, how many times in anime do we see, like, somebody running and it's obviously a still run? Yeah. Like, we we see that a lot. So a lot of that really is, like, a matter of, like, perspective and, like, how certain scenes are shot. Mm, I just think... So I, I do think that's something that can mm. be worked on, mm. especially because, again, it's a character running. But a lot of that, too, is going to depend on the environment that they're in. Like, this one definitely needs it. Yeah. But for other like slice of life bits where you see like somebody running in a hallway, yeah, like you obviously can't have them actually run down the hallway because they're going to get there in no time and it's just not going to fit the bit. Yeah. So I guess it all just really depends on like the story and points that you're going to try to get across. But in the like in all the combat and stuff, mm. like beyond superhuman yeah. speed, hundred percent. I think that's just the thing is because they made her running to be such a huge like character quirk it's something that you do pay more attention to than like a slice of life where it's that like it's less likely that they're going to be known for running um but they made it like part of her huge identity like she's small and she runs really fast and so i couldn't help but feel like 
the majority of the time they were telling me that she runs fast more than showing me that she was running fast. Mm. So I think, yeah, I think if they had just had, and I think a lot of it is to do with the fact that she's a small character, but her legs weren't moving very fast. And I understand this is animation, so it's very hard to do this. But obviously the smaller you are, the more steps you have to take to get further. And her steps seemed slow in comparison you know what i mean like and i get that it's animation so it's very hard to make somebody move really fast but i i kind of feel like they could have just like done um oh who's that looney tunes character the the bird runner the bird that runs fast roadrunner the roadrunner yeah Yeah. um if they had just like blurred out her legs like roadrunner does I feel like that would have made it too comic. I know, though. I know, but I also feel like that that would have gotten the point across better. Like, I get that that would make it complete comedy and would change the vibe of the show. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It feels like I don't know. That was just my thoughts. She was she was slow. Ah, uh, so it's become shit on the tiny animation studio day, has it? No, it's just that we are <laughs> just comparing kidding. it to really good <laughs> animes. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, I feel like if they would have just had a little bit more of an animation budget, they could have done more, more with it. I but agree. again, tiny studio. Yeah. So I, I I, get it. Yeah. The, I can't shit on it too much over stuff like that. No. Yeah. This is fully constructive criticism. It, not that they're ever going to hear it. But, you know, it's like um, these are things that I would change if I was going to try and make the anime better. Yes. I get that. Mm. I do get that. Um, so my last point is, what the fuck's up with those shoelaces? Like, what's that scene about? That's fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand this whole scenario though. Like the whole thing, I don't get it. I okay, so they're facing the big boss. It's big boss time. She has managed to have herself, her partner, and I think at this point, four or six, six other people in the girls' team to help her out. They, she is freaking out a little bit, going, I need to think of a plan, I need to think of a plan, I need to think of a plan. They just say, fuck your plan, and rush in. Then her partner ties her boot with her shoelaces to one of her grenade launchers. And then she runs in, fuck your plan, I'm just gonna fuck shit up. The entire team of six gets wiped out. Eight, six, six. There was eight originally, or was there six originally? I think it was six. Six. Okay, so the entire team of four gets wiped out because two of them had died by that point. Then partner is crawling, getting her legs blown off and then her arms blown off. She's still struggling with this damn shoelace, which somebody said in the comments, can't she just unequip it and reequip it, which made me laugh so much. <laughs> um, and um, and then and then she goes, No, you know what? They're right. I shouldn't have tried to think of a plan. I should have just ran in there like a crazy person. Thinking of a plan would have would have been, was a bad idea. And then and then so she goes to run in, but she doesn't. She runs away. And then Pito, big bad, just doesn't shoot to kill her partner and runs after her. And I'm just what happened? Anime logic. None of that made any sense. Anime logic. I don't get that. And also, okay, I did spot another plot hole. Teams can't communicate through the game. Like other teams, two teams can't communicate with each other through the game other than unless they're talking to each other. Uh-huh. But 
she has a uh, like headset communication with the gymnastics team with boss in this scene i mean just steal one of their radios it's fine <sighs> i uh okay so this this whole episode just i just don't i don't i can't i can't with this <laughs> no no it's fine it's fine but everything's it's not, fine though it's fine she was sitting there for like 10 minutes undoing his shoelace that's fine it's anime time so that was only like two seconds you know, like Namek's going to blow up in five minutes. It's fine. It's so dumb. Plot holes. Shoelaces have holes in them. Same thing. The laces have holes in them? Yeah, you know, loops. Oh. <laughs> it looked like a bow. And arrow. But couldn't she just pull the <clears> ends? <throat> mm, I don't know if that how that works in video games. I can neither confirm nor deny. I just... I just can't. This is dumb. This is... This is dumb. And I'm not necessarily putting this all on the anime because, like we've said, there is a manga and a light novel. So I'm sorry, writer (laughs) of various media, like whatever content that you've made, okay? This plotline doesn't make sense. But it's anime. When do plotlines make sense? Um, Yola and April? Hello? Mm, I don't know about that. Okay. Frickin' Bubble made more sense than this. Ooh, that's some strong words. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm going to have to disagree. Because although I enjoyed Bubble more than you, this this was better. <laughs> this is a lot of fun. I'm going to, that's that's my opinion on, on this. It's a lot of fun. It's a very good shut your mind off and just watch. It's like a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, that's a, that's a valid comparison. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's my perspective on this. This is the Tom Cruise movie of anime. <laughs> it's one of those to where as long as you don't take it seriously, you're going to have a good time with it. Yeah. It's a better overall narrative than what SAO initially presented to us until you get to the Alicization storyline. Yeah. So as far as all of that is concerned, like it. Okay. So from a general perspective, it is a shitty SAO spinoff because it does storytelling better than SAO. Does it have its faults? Yes. And a lot of them are very glaring considering the dynamic between Pito and M and then a lot of the Mm -hmm. overarching points that we've talked about here. But if you don't take it seriously, there are a lot of really good points to the show that kind of take away from the bad. The OP is a banger. Mm Mm-hmm. Edie's, eh. And I did like Elsa's music throughout, and I thought it was used well. Oh, it was 100% used well. Also, you can find that album somewhere on like Spotify and, Spotify and iTunes. It's good. Mm. But overall, not, not bad. Not bad at all. However, we did this episode for one reason and one reason only. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what that reason was? Nope. Character creation. Oh, yes. So we, we brought up this point last week. Mm-hmm. So let's let's hear your thoughts on character creation compared to before to now. Oh god. Um okay. Uh <laughs> What did we recover last week? This, this, this was the bell. I right, yes. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, my brain is not with me. <laughs> Were you not prepared to have this conversation? No, not at all. <laughs> 
That was the whole reason I threw out us doing my hero this week. I know it was, but <laughs> so I we guess, could do this I and guess talk about character. I threw creation. my brain out of the window when I was on the plane. Okay, it didn't come with me. Oh my goodness! Um, uh, right. What was Bell about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. It was the Beauty and the Beast ripoff. Um, yeah, better Beauty and the Beast. Uh huh. Okay. Um, character creation. What was our point about it? What were we talking about? Like, we were just talking about how the character creation in that, like, went from a... Oh, right. They, like, took... Yeah, okay. So, in both in both circumstances, they took the physicalities of the people and made the characters that way. Except this kind of... They didn't go into a lot of detail about how they did that. But it's kind of assumed that they did, considering that she took such a long time trying to find a small, petite, kawaii character. Mm. Um, I do remember thinking that mermaids don't count when it counts to when it goes to height because they they are length, not height. Um, like babies, and uh, mermaid tails don't count. It's us. They don't. <laughs> this is a childhood perspective. Mermaids don't count as being tall. So they're just considered long. They're just long. Babies are long. Babies are measured in length, not height. Are you just saying that because they don't have the ability to stand on their own that two feet? That is a medical thing. Babies are measured in length, not height. Again, is it just because they're not able to stand upon their own two feet? Yes. So technically you can't. So that means technically all height measurements are length measurements. Just one is vertical, whereas the other has to be done horizontally. Yeah. So they're all length measurements. So therefore everyone, like I am six foot four inches long. It depends on the axis. I'm six foot four inches long. Only when you're lying down. And you're five foot two. Ha ha. Ha. Ha ha. The joke has made its way back around again. Um. Oh, yeah. There was also some some body shaming in this anime of like, there was a quick moment in the beginning during character creation when she was, uh, she gets into a like a large character and she goes, um, this time I'm, I have I'm tall outwards I think is what she said and then um also with M being a bigger guy and then losing all of the weight and then them being like them like being rude to him I don't know I didn't that, that was a thing I don't even recall that yeah it was a thing again I think uh there's a level of cultural aspect there because it's like illegal to be over a certain weight I don't know if that's a rumor that might be a rumor in Japan I don't know I've heard it on the internet somewhere <laughs> I don't know. You're editing this. You can decide whether that stays in or not. It can, it can stay in. People could correct me if I'm wrong. It, I, I'm being very open. <laughs> yeah, I had it on the internet somewhere. That it's illegal to be over a certain... B, I think it's BMI in Japan. Yell it, yell it blue in the comments. Don't or Now that she's me. on the Twitter more, go yell just, it her there. Just, just let me know true facts. If it's not real or if it is real, then give me more information on it. Oh, yeah. How are you enjoying your time on Twitter now? Um, I'm enjoying. Also, I'm looking up way too much drama on, on it. <laughs> oh, I like how all my friends are now like, I don't know who's interacting with me anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I have. And I'm 100% here for the chaos. <laughs> I made a pun earlier today and it whooshed right over somebody's head. And I was like, I, uh, that's how I can tell that you've been on I, <laughs> I saw that, but also I was like, I thought about replying back. Am, am I allowed to boo my own tweets? 
it was a good pun, but it just whooshed right over the head. It was like I was like, oh, okay. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I'm 100 here for the chaos, just because that's entirely <laughs> what it is. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. And again, funny. no one knows because you've stopped claiming. I know. I used to sign off, but now I was like, "This is chaos," and I'm here for it. Oh, 100. And I, oh god, I love it so much. Yep. Yep. So listen, if you ever want to be invited into the streaming Discord, you're more than welcome to join. What you need to do now is make a tweet and then sign it dash B. No. Hang on. I'm going to do that right now. Give me me like two seconds. Oh, no. See here. What's going to be the most like split between us? Just be like B told me to do this dash B. See here. B told me to make this tweet. Also send coffee. (laughs) B. I'm going to respond that that wasn't me. Dash B. (laughs) This is chaos. There you go. Okay. What do you rate it? I give it a seven. I was thinking six. So that's on par. Yeah, that that seems to be about our dynamic here lately. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. God, we're, you know, I can almost bet next week, though, we're going to butt heads. Oh. Because we're doing season three of My Hero. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm I'm very curious to see how our overall thoughts come out for that. Mm. Because season three is one of my favorite seasons of My Hero. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Like overall uh, storytelling was above par as far as the like it's better storytelling than the initial bits of SAO. Yeah. Like no harem involved whatsoever. It had its shitty points for sure. Mm-hmm. Like there were things that could have been handled a lot better stories that didn't even need to be told period. Like it just kind of ruined the whole vibe. Mm-hmm. But overall, like if you get rid of the bad shit and it's like, although they're very blaring issues, like they're not focused on too awful much to where if you just cut them from the show entirely, like you have a really good premise for a fucking anime. Yeah, I I 100% agree. I think this has a heck of a lot of potential. I think that just the idea of there being a half slice of life, half, you know, war, action, I don't know, Gundam, whatever you want, show, and having the cut between the two and the juxtaposition of the two just seems like a really good time. Yeah, like it, there's a lot of stuff that they could have done better. Yeah. But overall like if you just shut your brain off it's fun yeah i agree yeah it's fun if you shut your brain off it's fun there's guns and cars and grenade launching and like video game aspects like that's a good time yeah it was fun it was fun it was fun that everything that's everything i feel like i had more to say but also at the same time i don't oh just because i i don't i don't no, I don't have anything else to say on this topic. Let's put it that way. I'm just I'm just watching so much good anime and I want to talk about it. I don't have to wait a fucking month. No, you have to wait. Uh, <laughs> sad. Sad. That, that there's nobody that I know that's watching everything that I'm watching, so I can't just like outright just talk about it with people. Like I've got three or four different people watching Spy Family for Weep Sundays. Mm-hmm. And so that's fun. Also, my friend Ash is watching Kaguya-sama week to week, so I get somebody to talk to that about. Mm-hmm. Mate, 
So you know how you've had your issues with Kaguya-sama up to this point because it's been a little cringy? Yeah. I've got good and bad news. Oh, no. Season three is just as cringy. Right. But in all the right ways. Okay. Like 100%. Like I think without a shadow of a doubt, at least what I've seen up to this point, season three is going to be by far your favorite season. Oh, okay. I will will bet you $100 on that fact. Mm Mm-hmm. I will bet all the dollars that you, <laughs> you, you're going to love it. Interesting. Okay. Well, I will keep that in mind because uh, I, I want to watch it. Uh, I've, okay. I'm done rambling. Time to go. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash Brad Carter Gaming. Um, Instagram, Brad Carter Gaming. Blue Instagram, Twitter, Blue Lavender SD. Oh, God. Where is my brain? Uh, podcast, we have uh, Instagram and Twitter at BNB Anime House. <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> we, we do the website thing too, www.bnbanime.com. That, that is also a thing that we have where you can check quite literally everything. That we have um, IMDb pages, discords, um, links to literally everywhere you can find our podcasts on top of a comprehensive list of all of our podcasts yep. to where you can download them straight from the website. Uh, we also have YouTube channel where you can see all of the videos for all of the podcasts and a comprehensive list slash playlist if you want to listen to us repeatedly nonstop for all 117 episodes <laughs> and also where our two new shows are going to be coming out yeah those are youtube exclusives although the youtube is a week behind as far as these episodes are concerned that is the only place where you will be able to find these new shows between first impressions and anime island so do be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel at youtube.com forward slash bnb anime yeah i just stole your thunder for plugging everything Mm -hmm. i apologize this is just where today has been go for it mate well i mean you went for it don't go for it yeah it's you did that you, you know what? You're editing this. You can make of this what you will. Sure. I'm, I'm putting my faith in you. You, you. you do you, fam. I'll just leave it just like this. That is also fine. <laughs> <laughs> or just bleep the entire thing out. <laughs> just bleep it all out. Do a proper outro. I don't care. No, that's it. This is what we're going with. Hey, all right. So thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Next week, season three of My Hero Academia, because it's been too long since we've seen our boy Deku. Mm-hmm, it has. But until then, we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye.